Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach Kill's podcast, episode five. My name's Nick. And my name's Stefan. And Stefan, what a week it's been in the World Cup. Unbelievable. A uh, lot of talking points, a lot yeah, of results. massive results. Also on this episode, Nick, we have a very special guest, the one and only Ivan Franjic. Yeah. So be on the listen out for that. But let's get stuck into it, Nick. What have you got? So let's kick it off with our Coach Kill of the Week. Where's my drum roll, Stefan? Here it is once again, Nicholas. And the Coach Kill of the Week is Germany. Unbelievable. I cannot believe we're wow, having this discussion. Wow, what a surprise that was <laughs> last night. Yes, uh, unbelievable. Or this I love morning, it. I should say. It was a 2-0 loss. Unbelievable. To South Korea as well. That's right. Who the hell is South Korea? Who would have thought that group, uh, Germany would have finished at the bottom of the group? Yeah, I know. I mean, when now, started. imagine, like, honestly, our tips are all wrong, Nick. Yeah. You know, I had Germany as the best team going so in. So I had them number two. But Belgium, mate, still in it. England looking, still looking in it, looking good, England. Yeah, definitely. I, seriously, you got to wonder now, Yogi Love, what, what's going to happen? I, I think it's time for him to go. You reckon it's time for him to go? Yeah, I think he's been in charge of that national team long enough and I can't. I still can't believe that they're out. Well, it's the first time in their history that they didn't get out of the group stage. So. Well, it's the first time in the history as well, I think, that they've lost two group games in a row. Yeah, and it's the third World Cup winner in a row has bombed out the yeah. following World Cup in the group stage. So, so. just write that down. Uh, for next World Cup, yeah, if and, you want to uh, put some money on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. But I can't, I, wow, what a shock. I know. This World yeah. Cup, who knows now? The ultimate coach killer. Unbelievable. <laughs> Germany. Perfect, yeah, Germany. Um, Brazil looked pretty shaky as well um, throughout their group stage. Yeah, I mean, not, not very impressive. Not very convincing. No, Who would you say have been the most convincing team? Uh, look, in terms of play, it's been Belgium 100%. Belgium's got the best play. Yeah. Uh, defensive England, attack. England mid. England's Croatia. Croatia, I think, uh, are good. And also Uruguay. I Uruguay. Well. Yep. I, don't, I don't know. They, With Portugal they, they coming up next, very, they've got um, a winnable game. They do, but I think uh, Mr. Ronaldo will get the job done. And for, we'll see for about that. Boys. We shall but, see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uruguay, very shaky. They only looked well, like they looked good against uh, Russia. Yeah. I mean, that's why they won. But um, Definitely. I mean... <laughs> Uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be tight. It's going to be a tight World Cup. It's definitely open. Anyone it. can win it. But a good game, Uruguay-Portugal. Yeah. Um, but Germany, absolute shizer. Yeah, absolute. So, Manuel yeah. Neuer looked horrible. Yeah. Um, but he, he was a joke. Couldn't believe it. Well, they, I don't know. They all they all were very disappointing. But um, what can you do? What a bunch of no Bye-bye Germany. Auf Wiedersehen. Another thing, what about Messi? Well, basically... Um, he underperformed his first two games. Unbelievable. Yeah, massive, rubbish. Massive disappointment. Massive disappointment in the first two games. Didn't, Didn't show any leadership. Nothing. No qualities whatsoever. Leadership, attacking, yeah. defense. Nothing. Nothing at all they for his two, country. 2 0 down against uh, Croatia, which we'll mention in our game of the week later. Um, and, you know, after going two goals down, he had his head down. Didn't, know, didn't do nothing. Didn't lift right. the spirit. Didn't yeah. lift the boys up. However, this morning, the tables have turned. Yeah, Argentina yeah. are through. Yeah, I can't believe that. Um, you know, Unreal. based on their first two results, I did not see that happening. Yeah, I know. I always you know? backed them, though. I always Niger- backed them. Nigeria played very well in their first two games. Um, I think they deserve to go through. No, I disagree. Them, I think all hail Argent- to the King Argentina Messi. Brought, Argentina brought it. You know, they did bring, bring they it did. when they needed to. And it was great. Do you great. feel like he's um, redeemed himself? Oh, 100%. I think when you saw that first goal go in, the whole stadium, including Diego Armando Maradona, lifted yeah. up. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, he was he was going off. Um, I've just got a feeling it. they're going to go all the way after that. Honestly, just the reaction. It spurred me on, and I, I don't even support Argentina. That's a big statement, you know, when you have Belgium, who have been dominating. Ba- yes, let's get on to Belgium. Belgium, yeah. unbelievable. 
Belgium. Great performance. They've convinced me, and I was the one that said that they were the pretenders. Hell no. Yeah. Belgium, I'm wrong. 5-2. Lukaku killing Lukaku it. Lukaku killing it. Your man. Your Manchester yeah. United man. Romelu That's Lukaku. Right. What happened? I t- I've, I've been telling you this for the past three episodes. Yeah. Belgium's on the rise. You know, Belgium is a definite contender. I see them being there in the final. I do as well after watching the game. Yeah. You're going to eat your words? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see in weeks to come. Um, Another big result, England 6-1. England 6-1. Wow. I mean, against no, hang on a minute, against no one and with okay. a couple of yeah. our penalties that were very questionable. But still, you know, yeah, no, you still, still put those penalties away. Yeah, but, he um, did well, definitely. So two of the EPL's big stars putting goals away. Then on you fire. have Ronaldo for Portugal. Um, it was a bit, he missed a penalty. He missed. He didn't miss. Basket. It got saved by the Iranian goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. So very good performance from the Iranian goalkeeper. Yeah. However, I think... Um, just in general, Iran yeah. did a very good job um, with the players they have competing yeah. up against Spain and Portugal in the group. They nearly went through. Yeah. And, and in the 93rd, 93rd minute, they had a chance and their striker sprayed it to the left side mm. of the net. That could really have like sent it. them through and made history. So, unbelievable. I, you know, Ronaldo's, you know, shown, you know, that he can lead the team, you know, very well. He's yeah, definitely. He's the be- best leader at the yes. moment, um, 100%. And, you know, I think he's shown that he's better than Messi. Oh, I don't agree. Personally. No, 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 no. Not at the moment, mate. The discussion is back on. Yeah. Let's go Leo Messi in Argentina. Vamos! No, no. It's all Portugal here. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's move on to our uh, game of the week. Croatia yes. versus Argentina. Unbelievable. I mean, I told you at the start, yeah. Croatia were going to be a threat. And you laughed at me. No, I, no, I agreed. Croatia had a, have a very good squad. You didn't think that this would happen, though. Let's be honest. I didn't think they would beat um, Argentina 3-0. That, no that, way. I mean, who would have thought that at the start? They've done fantastic. Luka Modric is absolute. He is a you know. We just spoke about Ronaldo being a leader. He has got to be as yeah. well up there at the moment because he's just killing it definitely. for his country. He's doing a great job, definitely, and yeah. I think that um, definitely. If you're a Croatian fan out there, get ready because the next two weeks are going to be massive. <laughs> believe me. Yeah, definitely. Well, they all kicks off against Denmark. In yeah, the they got game. Denmark very winnable. Yeah. So straight to the quarters for me. I don't care what anyone yeah, says. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I reckon. Denmark haven't shown much. But Croatia are a threat in terms yeah. of winning this World Cup. Believe me when they I tell are. you this. All right, so let's move on to Australia-Peru. Oh, no. Massive disappointment Unreal. there. Unreal. I can't believe this. I don't understand how you can't score a goal from open play in the tournament and only score from two penalty kicks. Well, you know what? In all honesty, the main people at fault in this whole World Cup is not the players, it's not the coach, it's the FFA. Because they sabotaged Ange Postacoglu through media outlets. They made him look like he was rubbish. He got you to this World Cup. And I understand why he left. And I'm on his side. I don't care what anyone says. And if and if anyone after this episode wants to message us, please do. You know, it'll be great. Um, but my opinion on it is that the FFA have stuffed up. They've given the job to Bert Van Mark. They've given him whatever money he wanted. He doesn't care about the long-term uh, uh, future benefit yep. of our country playing the World Cup. He does not care. And if he did, he would have played Arzani up front and started him. He would have played Cahill up front and started him. They didn't even try. They had chances. They couldn't put them away. It's all well, gone Cahill, on. Cahill should have came on in that Denmark game, which, which we should have won. Yes. Um, you know, I think it would have been a different story in the Peru game. You know, if he came on and scored, I think Bert would have, would have started him instead of Juric. But, you know... Um, we got the chance to sit down with uh, Ivan French this week, and yes, this is how our interview went. 
Ladies and gentlemen, today's special guest has won the 2015 AFC Championship with the Socceroos. He is a multiple A-League winner with the Brisbane Roar and his Perth Glory's newest signing. Welcome, please, Mr. Ivan Franjic. How are you going, Ivan? How are you, How are you guys? Yeah, great. Great to have you on, mate. Um, you're our second guest. You know, it's a pleasure to speak to you. Absolute pleasure. Uh, not a problem. So let's get stuck into it. Um, Ivan, when did you know that you wanted to become a professional football player? I was at a young age, you know, my dad uh, always was revolved around football. So, you know, your dad was your idol growing up. So when I saw him doing it, it was something I wanted to do. And I always used to carry a ball under my arm and have a kick around. Yeah, oh, nice. Nice. Um, do you have any advice for any, you know, youngsters now wanting to become football players? Yeah. Like, what does it take to become, you know, to reach the elite level? Obviously, you need to train hard. And then you need to train hard. And obviously, people have talent, but talent isn't enough. It's hard work. And desire. Yeah, putting the hours. Yeah, yeah, putting the hours. You know, you can't hide when you're not training. You always get found out. Definitely. So, you know, congratulations on your um, transfer yeah, to Perth Glory. Um, what do you expect for um, the upcoming season? You know, do you see another A League title? Obviously, you know, like Popper's a winning coach, and obviously, you've seen the players he's brought around with Sprano, Rich Santalap, and I'm sure there'll be many more to come. And these guys are winners, and they've been there in one thing. So, they're important players to have around the team. and you know, with the first few signings, he's definitely set out what he, he wants to do. That's it. And big signing of Van Franich as well. That's you know? it, mate. The big signing of Van Franich. Are you going to be playing right back or on the wing? I'm not sure. You know, obviously I haven't played many games on the <laughs> wing, but that's up to the coach. You know, wherever he thinks I'm best suited for the team, I'll play. That's good. Um, You know, how did they compare to Brisbane Raw? Do you, you know, living yeah. in Perth now? Yeah, obviously, you know, it's Perth. It's very similar to Brisbane. It's more relaxed compared to Melbourne and Sydney like the people here, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's a new challenge and it's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. Awesome. Moving on from that, look, Ivan, we know you've been watching the World Cup. Um, how do you think the Socceroos went, mate? Yeah, uh, no, we did. Coming on late notice, you know, like obviously coach changed at the last minute and this and that thought the boys did very well, you know, and like we're just a bit unlucky in a couple games. Yeah, very unlucky. Yeah, hugely unlucky. Yeah. Um, especially the VAR decisions that went against us, but um, what can you do? <laughs> no, exactly. We had some against, go against us, but some for us. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, it shows why these other countries have big plays in the big moments. They put their chances away when it counts. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'm 100% with you there, Ivan. So you were successful with Australia, you know, in 2015 winning the championship. Would you say Ange would have done a better job than Bert in the World Cup? I don't know. Every coach is different. Ange has one philosophy and uh, Bert always has another philosophy. And obviously we saw Bert philosophies and we've seen Ange's and, you know, you, like you just don't know. Football's a funny game. It's sometimes a game of inches. You know, if Australia progressed, everyone would have been talking differently. Do you feel like you made the right calls, yeah. you know, in during the World Cup, Bert? Like not bring Cahill on against Denmark, which I think was a big, um, you know, mistake? Obviously, you know, at the end of the day, the coach is there uh, working with the players inside out. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. So he's uh, obviously he's a very experienced coach and he did what he was, was the best for the squad. You know, no way he would sacrifice uh, any player for the squad. Yeah. And look, also just on the Socceroos, um, look, with Graham Arnold coming in, do you think he's the uh, right man for the Socceroos in the future? And are you excited to potentially work with him? Oh, look at the end of the day, he's an Australian coach, and that's, just, you know, what everyone's wanted. So, and he's had successful years uh, the last couple of years and with the Mariners. So, obviously, you know, he's probably the best candidate at this moment. And, you know, it's only time will tell. But, you know, I believe, you know, like, 
he would probably take a bit of uh, Bert's philosophy and Andrews and probably mix it together and see what works best. And then again, he's going to be the one working with the players inside the training camps. Yes, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Hopefully, we can go back to back in the AFC. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, um, what do you think? What has been the highlight of your career? What would you say? Uh, obviously, you know, like every moment I step on a pitch is a highlight. But you know, obviously, as a kid, you dream of playing at a World Cup and. You know, to experience, obviously, I had that unfortunate injury early in the second half. But, you know, yeah. it's that's one of my moments. But, you know, everything, especially win trophy. Not many players win trophies in their career. And I've been fortunate enough to win a fair few. So, you know, just itself. Yeah, definitely. You build good friendships over the years with uh, special people. Well, look, Ivan, it's been a um, pleasure having you on today. We really thank you for coming on the show. And um, we wish you all the best for the upcoming season yeah, with Perth best Glory. Of luck, you know, go Perth Glory. Go Perth Glory, <laughs> Get mate. Get over the line. Yeah. Uh, Thanks a lot, um, guys. Cheers. Pleasure. So that was a big contrast in regards to what you were saying about the coaches. He feels like that, um, you know, both coaches bring their own thing and they're professional. Do you agree with uh, what Franich was saying? Um... You know? Can Look, you see his point of view? I can see his point of view, and definitely he's a professional, and we thank him for coming on the show. Yeah. However, I disagree with his, with what he said Yeah. because I just think had Ange had stayed, they would have done a better job. And I just want to reiterate, Nick, that and listeners, that um, the Australian youth system at the moment is stuffed. We it cannot is. produce anyone that can well, kick goals prob- in open play. The problem is all these marquee signings that they're bringing to the A-League, they're all strikers. Correct. So then Correct. it doesn't give these young kids to develop. And That's right. And let's work up performance. We don't have a proper front man. You know, we haven't had one for a while. Cahill's, uh, you know, he's still quality, but he's past it. That's right. I mean? He's past his prime. You can't rely on him like to come to the job. Like we need another Cahill to come up, another Vaduta. That's right. And this is my point, right? Instead of going to get... Del Piero, Shinji Ono, Thomas Broish, Dwight York, and make the A-League marketable. Let's make the A-League our league, the league where we promote Australia's youth, not a league to market to the rest of the world. Yeah, I totally agree with you. We have to um, you know, develop our youth players to get that front man to help us now yes. in 2022 in Qatar. Yeah, and if it continues like this, there's no chance they're qualifying for 2022, believe me. Yeah, well... I don't know, the qualification process in Asia isn't that difficult. I think we'll we'll get through with the current players that we have, but there's no point of just getting through to make up the numbers. That's right, up. that's right. We need to, you know, we've made it out of the group before. We need now, to do it again. We need to get through the round of 16. You know what I mean? We can't accept, like, it was, I'm, I'm gutted, like, watching, watching them, you know, go... 2-0 oh, down in a game that they had to win. They knew they had to win. And they had chances. Doesn't matter what happened in the France away. game. Like, they were, they were a bit unlucky, you know, the VAR system. Don't even get me started on that, you know. Um, there are excuses, but when it all comes, when it boils down to it, they weren't good enough. Not at all. And I think Bert um, wasn't the right coach. His decisions were questionable, not bringing Cahill on. Um, yeah, so I'm just still a bit angry about that. But um, Yeah, I know. Of course, uh, of course. Yeah, so it's sad to see the Aussies go out. Um, but, you know, we move on. VAR. I mean, what an absolute disgrace this has become. It is. Well, they're reviewing the process of the VAR. And really? they said that they're going to uh, give their final decision if anything will change, if it will be, oh, wow. be dropped or if they'll, um, you know, I think they need to refine the process. 100%. Um, you know, they said they'll give it to the end of the group games and on Friday make uh, a public statement. So they're reviewing it now. About time. After it's costed yeah. how many goals and oh, teams. Especially and, Australia. I can't and believe it. And it's costed it. us cost, as well. We've copped it twice. Two goals 
You know, hundred percent. Which would have made a, a big difference. You know, we would have it would have been a one-one draw maybe. Yeah. Against. Um, However, in hindsight, we didn't deserve to go through. Anyway, yeah, we so, should. Yeah. Got <laughs> to <laughs> stop. Let's stop that. ranting about Australia. But, um, VAR, I liked it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't really know. Actually, I don't. I'm going back off my decision. I said that I did like it. I do not like it at all because players are just throwing themselves to the ground now. And when whenever you it's slow good something because down, things don't get missed. But, but at the same they time, they need to stream. How like the, the thing that really annoys me in the Australia Peru game, how that first goal was not a goal. It was offside. And why did they not review it? It was it was like an inch in it. You know, but this is the thing about they've, it. They've told the refs if it's an inch in it, don't put your flag up. We're going to review it. So maybe that's why the sideline ref didn't put his flag up. How do you know? You know what I reckon? This is what Tell I me. think. I think that we all fell in love with the game, with how it was. We didn't care about time wasting. We didn't care about True. questionable penalties. Let's just go back to what we know. Let's scrap this whole thing. It's a joke. Um, I don't think you're right in that sense. I think we should keep it just because it does help us, um, you know, get rid of those defenders, you know, handballing and holding other players down. Let's It lets attackers attack the ball, you know. And if you're a defender, you know what I mean, you've got to be better than the attacker and you've got to jump and header it away or get the ball away without cheating. Because, you know, if you're holding someone's arm or pulling someone's shirt... Look, it might be all right cheating. in that sense. It might be all right in that sense. However, players are going down too easily. This has become now well, they a massive they sh- issue. They should review it in slow-mo and in normal speed. To, to get a sense of... Everything needs to be yeah. reviewed in normal speed, not yeah. in slow motion, because in the slow decision well is to made see if there's in, actual contact, in game time. but then to see the, the force of the contact, you know, because you can't tell that in slow-mo if there's But this is my point. Force. If you're going to slow everything down, then of yeah. course they're going to be penalties because it's in slow-mo. You don't know the severity of the touch, the yeah. hit, the kick, whatever it well, is. Well, that's why. They've got to review it in slow-mo. I disagree. And I think it's got to go. Because go. slow-mo shows whether there's been contact no. and the normal speed shows the, severi- like the severity of it. No, you know, I disagree. If he's actually hacked him or he's, you know, tapped him and he's fallen over... But they can only make the decision based on those points. And to me, they're invalid. I don't care. It's got to go. Yeah. So, Nick, what do you got for me? Uh, some AS Roma transfer news. Oh, I know what's coming. Uh, what do you think of the deal? Pastore into Roma, uh, nine goal and gone to Inter. When I first heard about it, oh, my heart sank out of my you-know-what because I couldn't believe it. To me, he's like, he was one of my favourite players. Yeah. Well, you still got a quality player in. Um, uh, look, he's decent. Maybe not at the level of nine Golan. But I don't think he's at the level of nine Golan. Um, I think he'll be good for for Roma though in the midfield. I think he can, you know, be the general and play. You know, lead I don't the know. game. All I know is one thing: put I'm, some balls through. I to cannot Zeko. believe, cannot believe they sold nine Golan to Inter Milan. Why couldn't yeah. they give him to an EPL team? I think it's a silly move. Yeah, definitely. Well, selling to your rival. Um, you guys got uh, uh, two players in that exchange though, so that's that was good. Yeah, whether they come good, I don't know, but we'll see. We'll um, see. And that's all we have for you guys this week. What a massive week it's been, Stefan. Yeah, unbelievable. I can't believe Germany's out of the Still World Cup. Still can't well. believe it. Still can't believe it. We also will have the game of the week for next week will be Argentina and France, an oh, absolute cracker. I, I cannot cannot wait. can't wait. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to be the game of the tournament it's so far. Be epic. Also, we're going to have our coach killer next week. Who will it be? Yes. Mm. Uh, ooh, who knows? I mean, good week coming up. Yeah. Um, don't forget to follow us on Insta and Facebook. Um, also, you know, check out our SoundCloud at Coach Killers Podcast and also on YouTube at Coach Killers Podcast. Uh, you'll find the link in our bio. Uh, go check it out. And just finally, my co-host here, Stefan, is doing something very special. Um, tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Yeah, well, um, I'm running for Avarian Cancer Australia in the Melbourne run on July the 29th. It's only 
myself and about six others at the moment that are running for ovarian cancer. So it's a very important matter. Yeah, definitely. It affects a lot of young women as well. So definitely. if you have a mum or a sister, I suggest, you know, you help uh, donate. To I mean, raise we're running for everyone. raise awareness, so, yeah. you know, um, things like that. You'll find the link on our Instagram and also on Facebook. Yes. Um, give what you can. You if know, you can, it does. Yeah. Help support our mate Stefan here That's in it. his and run. I don't think you'll make it through, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am training for it, but more importantly, support uh, everyone that's going through this tough cancer and, you know, let's find a cure I for it. I think it's absolutely great. I'm proud of you. Thanks, um, man. Cheers. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And um, who knows, we might have another special guest. Yes, wait, we'll and, wait see. and see. We'll see you soon, guys. Cheers. Cheers.